When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Well, it's Jennifer Ross. My name is Bill Adams. I get Diener filling in because uh, Bill took the day off. I couldn't figure out why, but I have a sneaky suspicion it has to do with our football picks. Ah, uh, now it all comes together. Because he's been pouting since he's he's been behind <laughs> for a while now. I think after this weekend, he's licking his wounds at home. <laughs> Just saying. It's, I understand. I've been there, too. Yeah, so have I. <laughs> Believe me. I think I came in last last year, didn't I? I think so. Well, come yeah. on. I had open heart surgery, and you're sending me the picks. <laughs> Priorities, Jen. I'm like, are you kidding me? That's all right. Pick pick your teams. That's I'm right. Like, you're lucky I'm alive and on this side <laughs> of the dirt, and you're asking me what team. I could really give a crap. The picks move on. Nothing stops uh, the picks. So true. The picks move on. <laughs> uh, what uh, continues to move on is this trial with our former president, Donald Trump, despite the fact yesterday he announced on uh, social media, on Truth Social, that uh, he will be no longer testifying uh, in the civil fraud trial today. Interesting. Uh, he was supposed to be the final defense witness. It's lasted two months so far. Uh, this is the final week of testimony. I, I don't. I think they wrap up after today. They probably do closing, you know, remarks, uh, and then it'll go to the judge, who is, you know, you can't tell me he's not biased. But you know, if if you're a Biden fan, you don't think he's biased. <laughs> if you're a Trump fan, you think he's really biased. I, I don't know how this. I have a feeling his appellate attorney has already told him you've won an appeal. That's what I'm wondering, right? I mean, if he's not going to testify, it's one of two things. The first thing would be it's either Trump saying, well, screw this. I'm not going to bother with it anymore, which is entirely possible. Or, which is also entirely possible, the second option would be his his law team is telling him, just don't even worry about it. It's not worth your time. We already have this thing you know, kind of in the bag. We know the way this is going to go. So it's not even worth your time to say the same things that you've already said in previous, you know, testimonies. Yeah, they said he's given so many depositions on the thing. And he's testified in court before in a similar situation. Now, let me ask you a question. Am I the only one who thinks this is such a crock because of, of how, it, how it works? <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I mean, am I that far off when I say, have you ever tried to get a more? You just recently bought a house for the first time, right? Yeah, a couple of years ago. They run you through the ringer. Sure. They ask you about everything. So... If I'm going to put up Mar-a-Lago as collateral to get a $250 million loan to break ground on, I don't know, some high rise in New York City somewhere or to buy a little plot of a postage stamp lot, don't you think the bank sends somebody to Mar-a-Lago or looks at the financial records to see exactly how much that property is worth? You would think so, Jen. Just just saying. (laughs) I don't get how this is fraud. I I really, as dumb as I am when it comes to finance, and I am as dumb as a box of rocks when it comes to finance and a few other things, uh, I just need somebody to explain it to me. Well, it's it's how did it get this far if that is indeed the case? It's just bias. I mean, that's all it is. It's it's you know the Not. old the old witch hunt, as Trump would say. They try to go after him for anything they can. They they try to you know basically 
bleed him dry when it comes to campaign finances and things like that. Now, he has a lot of money, so it's going to take you know more than, than a couple of uh, trials to make him run out of money by any means. But that's that's what it comes down to. I mean, they're just they go after the guy. It's kangaroo court. It's miscarriage of justice, whatever you want to call it. And it's it's election, election interference is what I would call it. Yeah, How far are we away Trump from the said. Iowa caucuses? You realize it's less than a year till election day. Oh my gosh! By the way, right. did you hear the latest about wow. election and, and who's going to run on the other side? Oh, the big rumor is I have that in rapid fire. Actually, do you really? I do. I will keep my mouth All shut. Right, then so I was shocked. I was like, we should have known. I saw her the other day and went, oh god, she's it, back. In about twenty five minutes, Thank we'll you. talk about that. Uh, Tucker Carlson launched his own subscription site yesterday. Does that mean he's off of X? No. So this was interesting. Actually, it's it's a smart business move. I mean, why not? So he did like a thirty second video. I came across actually on Twitter, and he's like, you know, I've been out of work for about seven or eight months now. He's like, so he needs money. I mean, Maybe. He's like, you know, <laughs> we've done different interviews behind the scenes. No one has seen. We've compiled a lot of different uh, material that we want to put out there. So he started his own subscription site, I guess, you know, yep. similar to, you know, Fox Nation, where he used to be, uh, where you pay, you know, a few bucks a month or whatever it is. 72 he, a year, and it's uh, TuckerCarlson.com. There you go. That's not bad. I mean, it's not. Look, if you're a huge Tucker Carlson fan, you want to see all his work. I mean, $72 a year, if someone's going to pay that, you know, multiply that just by 100 people, all of a sudden the money starts to come in. He's a, excuse me, he's a great interviewer. He is. Other than his laugh. His laugh kills me. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. You know why he's a great interviewer? And this is something that I cannot stand about Sean Hannity. It drives me nuts. Sean Hannity is the antithesis. I'm going to go off on a quick tangent here. The antithesis of Tucker Carlson when it comes to doing a, a, an interview with somebody. Because Hannity will jump in, he'll ask you a question, he'll let you answer the question for about 15 seconds, and, he and then he cuts in. you off. <laughs> and it's like, let them answer the damn question that you asked. Stop shutting them up because you like the sound of your own voice. Is he worse than Jimmy Fallon? Yes. Is he much, really? Much, much worse. Now, Tucker does the opposite. Tucker will bring up a subject and let someone speak on it for three to four minutes. Let the person that you're bringing on to interview talk in the interview. <laughs> what a novel idea. Well, every time I listen to Hannity interview the former president, he says, well, I told you to do that. Oh, yeah, of course. I'm like, okay, this is the Jimmy Fallon moment yeah. here. Well, See, I and was I, talking I, to the president, yeah, and I told well, him to do this. Oh, shut up. Please. Uh, Jimmy Fallon, to me, is the worst because he has to interject himself in everything. Yeah, well, yeah, and, that's, that's his gimmick. The, that's his bit. Yeah. Well, the the one that pushed me over the edge is you don't. Oh, have I remember this. Paul McCartney you lost come your on mind. and sing <laughs> "Let It Be" and Eleanor Rigby, and I have to sing with you. <laughs> that Shut it. up! That pushed you over the edge. I was like, oh my god, it's Paul McCartney. Let him do his thing. Why don't you have Tchaikovsky on, and then you're going to perform the <laughs> Nutcracker? I'm like, shut up. Let anyway. them do their thing. Yes, it just okay. bugs the heck out of me. Well, this was uh, pretty interesting yesterday. If if you were anywhere near, it, put it this way, if you were an alien yes. from your podcast right. and you landed in New York City this weekend, you would have thought, this is a real messed up planet. That's I think all I'm a, saying. There's a few of them in New York already. Oh my God, there could very well be. SantaCon took place on Saturday. Oh, we love SantaCon. We love SantaCon. That's where thousands of people dress up as Santa Claus and they go bar hopping. They go, it's a pub crawl. Uh, and then what happens is because they create such mayhem in, in a mess, because there was a mess, 
on Sunday they do ElfCon, which is family. <laughs> it was started by a little girl, by the way. Oh, started ElfCon. She saw what she used to go with her father to SantaCon, and she couldn't participate because she was a kid. Yeah. So she said, you know, we should do this for families and do hot chocolate instead. So they do a hot chocolate crawl. Oh, that's fun. So they do hot chocolate and marshmallows, and, and they go from place to place. So uh, between the two, in order to participate in either, you got to buy a ticket, and I think it's like 15 bucks. All the money goes to charity. SantaCon alone raised a million dollars, and they're saying uh, ElfCon raised just as much. Now, Santa, the Santa one, that's where we get like drunk Santa fights oh, in yes. the street, right? Yes, yes. There were a number of those. Outstanding. And they, they're usually <laughs> doing other things in the street that we, we can't now, discuss. These, these, the real Santa does not go to no, SantaCon. No, 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 no. Just point that out, yes, okay? Yes. The real Santa is still at the North Pole. <laughs> yes. Speaking of which, what? I, I will digress. The second episode of our podcast. That's right. The great Christmas mix-up is now available for your listening pleasure. That's awesome. We did that on Sunny. It's, it's it actually came up really good. Like it really it's, it's did. just like a you know a plug to get you to listen. And it's actually really fun. I played it. Uh, to the two episodes for my kids. They like it? They did, yes. I told you, Nora loves it. Uh, it's, She's all excited it's, about it. It's come out great. Yeah, so, so anyway, go, go, go give it a listen. It's really good. It's called The Great Christmas Mix-Up, and we love it. You might recognize the voices of the elves, I'm just saying. Just saying, or the narrator, for that matter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, one would know. <laughs> uh, by the way, if you're traveling this holiday season or you're traveling today, uh, warnings for all of it. It's all coming up next at 850 mm. WFTL. Calling for the genocide of Jews violate Penn's code of conduct when it comes to bullying and harassment? Yes or no? It can be harassment. The answer is yes. Well, that would have been uh, Elise Stefanik last week, uh, just peppers, peppering the president of UPenn in that case. That's who that was, Liz McGill. She also asked the same question for the president of Harvard and the president of MIT and all three women, uh, the presidents, that is, answered almost exactly the same way with a big fat smirk on their faces. Well, those big fat smirks and those stupid answers to that question ended up getting one of them to resign immediately. UPenn President Liz McGill stepped down on Saturday. Shortly thereafter, the president of the board of directors at the university followed in her footsteps. Uh, Here's the gotcha. She leaves. I'm sure she has a golden parachute to go with it. But she also retains her tenure as a law professor at the university. So she really just stepped down as the president. So... It is what it is. Uh, we got a nice email from uh, Mike, one of our listeners, oh. who said 500 different professors asked that she not resign. Oh, good. So and now I'm they like, put so. all their names on paper, so let's get rid of them as well. Similar to, Perfect. okay, so then immediately after all of this, uh, the president of Howard, a woman by the name of Claudine Gay, uh, she came out and said, oh, I apologize for my responses on Capitol oh, Hill. Oh, now she apologizes. Yeah, I, you know, there's uh, threats against any Jewish student have no place at any school, including mine. Uh, well, now not only do they have the sandwich boards driving around Cambridge where Harvard is uh, with all the names of the students that wrote those horrific letters on, on those campus. They were part of campus groups that denounced uh, the, the the Israelis and the Jews, and they took uh, – basically the Palestinian Hamas side. Mm -hmm. But now they get sandwich boards that say she needs to leave. Claudine Gay needs to step down. So I have a feeling like by the end of today, she will no longer be the president of Harvard I think they're all going to be gone. I mean, you know, this UPenn president was the first kind of domino to fall. And I think it's just a matter of time. I would be shocked if we get to Friday and both 
Harvard and MIT presidents are still sitting in their seats. I, I, I would be surprised if Harvard's still there after today. I was surprised Harvard was there after she agreed with allowing those 26 different student campus groups to denounce the attack against Israel and take uh, the Palestinian side. And that's the thing, too, is that you have people who normally play cover for them. They're not really playing cover. They're on an island. So, I mean, they're kind of being left hung out to dry, which is good. That's you exactly know? what needs to but happen. But the, the problem is, as Mike brought up in his, his email to us, it is a it is a, a campus-wide place. That's true. You have yep. professors that are still there that are going to espouse the same kind of nonsense that these presidents were saying. So It's 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 an Ivy League-wide well, you know, plague. It's it's a university. I don't even think plague. it. I don't even think it's 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 Ivy League ish alone, uh, for the mere fact that uh, I have friends who are professors at Ohio State University. Well, there you go. Right, and they say this is this happens uh, to other groups, not necessarily to Jews. But she said one of them said I'd, I'd heard of this happening before. But they just have a class where the waiting list is like ridiculous for how. Your white supremacy is ruining this nation. Oh. So I'm nice. like, wow, Ohio State went like far left on me. Wasn't that's, like that when I was there. That's what I'm uh, saying. Like, wow. This is this is a university issue. Yeah. You're right. It's not just Ivy League. This is it's, this is across the board. It's academia in general. And Bill has been uh, saying this for a while, by the way. Uh, he's not here because uh, in just about 10 minutes, you're going to find out why, because <laughs> I think it has to do with all his football picks. God bless. He can't handle losing. No, but that's true. Center. I mean, they've, they've gone woke. I mean, it's true. Way woke. More woke than, you know, any corporation has gone. It's It's been disgusting to see. Well, when, when you're, you're, you know, it, it's here's the thing. This whole white privilege thing where you have to apologize for being a white uh, male or female or whatever yeah. gender you are. Sure. You have to apologize. <laughs> like, I had a choice. Yeah. You know, hello, I was just born into this world. I didn't have a choice yeah, that here's, I was born Here's white. my apology. I Imagine what I'm doing. I didn't have a choice that I was yeah. born Jewish. You know, my exactly. parents were Jewish, so therefore I'm Jewish. Or you're Catholic or you're Lutheran or you're African-American or you're Muslim. Whatever the case may be. Stop the hate people. Just stop it across the board. Done. Okay. Which will also stop you in your tracks. It's going to be you trying to get out of town today. Uh, that storm that hit Middle Tennessee on Saturday apparently is now going straight up the I-95 corridor from Philadelphia north to like Vermont. And they say Logan, JFK, uh, LaGuardia, 50 mile an hour winds today. Lots and lots of rain. It's rough. I, I have a friend actually in that area close to, to Clarksville. And he put up on social media oh. on Saturday night when those tornadoes were coming through. He's like, this was like 20 minutes away from us. He's like, I know people in those communities. It just ran through all the homes and the stores it's and everything. Horrible. It was an EF3. Ooh. 150 mile an hour wind. These December storms, man. They, You know, we always talk about storms in the springtime or in the summer. Right. Sometimes these December storms could almost be worse than those storms in yeah. the spring or summer. This is scary. I, where does Clarksville sit in Tennessee? The middle of the state? It's Yeah, it's close. It's, well, closer to Nashville. Okay. So in that uh, in, in that, that area, area. Yeah. so the western side of the state. Oh, okay, wow. Anyway, um, AAA now out with how many people are going to travel this holiday season? One hundred four million people are going to take to the roads in the it. skies. Uh, it is the second biggest travel day on the roads since two thousand nineteen. Which day or, or year? December two thousand nineteen was the biggest. The most oh, traffic wow. is expected December twenty third. The 28th and the 30th. See, Whether and, you're on, you know, bus, car, plane, train, whatever the case may be. See, and think about that. We, we mentioned earlier, 
right? It seems like, and I said, you know, I don't know if it's recency bias, but it seems like there's been more travel since COVID subsided. And think about what you said since 2019, the year before COVID. Are you going anywhere? So, no. No, we're going to be here. No, because I know Bill's going away. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. They are. Unfortunately, he's going to where they always have the bad weather. Yeah. Watch, he won't come back. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> he better. Okay. You're taking off the week after Christmas when we going, come back. Are you kidding me? And you ain't going to see me for a while. If it's just me sitting here, I'm going to play music for three hours. <laughs> 850 WFTL, playing your favorite soft hits. <laughs> that's right. Classic hits. 850 WFTL. <laughs> Well, we have the reason, and, and you're going to discuss it coming up, because I think the reason Bill took today off is because he, cause we didn't find out till yesterday he wasn't going to be here that uh, because of what happened with the football picks. Mm-hmm. I really think he's home licking his wounds and he can't handle it. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. he's gonna get. You'll he's, find out. Okay, that's coming up next, and it's rapid fire. We all come to the table with some stories, and uh, we go back and forth, and we all comment. So that comes up next right here at 850 WFTL. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Well, this is where we all chime in. We bring a couple of stories each to the table, and then everybody else chimes in and trashes them or actually agrees. Oh, gosh. But uh, usually we trash Deaners because these are That's stupid. That's true. Go, for, <laughs> go start us off, Jen. <laughs> but uh, Bill's not here. So I'm going all fluff because I'm tired already of talking about politics and college professors. Sure. I'm stealing one from you. Me? The baseball world uh. turned upside down. Put it this way. This guy's contract, the closest one in North America, was $250 million less. Yeah. Shohei Otani. That's him. Wow. He went to free agent. <laughs> when word finally came out about what he was getting from the Dodgers, the world went ballistic. He just signed a record-breaking 10-year contract worth $700 million. One person. Oh, my God. $700 million. Well, and that's the thing. I say one person. But the thing about it, honestly, this wasn't a shock. This was pretty much, and I know that sounds crazy to say, but this was pretty much what, you know, the insiders expected was a six to $700 million contract <gasps> because he's two players in one. You're getting one of the best starting pitchers in baseball. And that's not just me saying it. Look, okay. up, look up Shohei Otani's stats yeah, when you have time today. Like ridiculous. He's one of the best pitchers in baseball, and he's one of the best power hitters in baseball. This is a guy wow. who's, I mean, just... How old is he? He's a young guy, isn't he? Late 20s. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. Jeez. Late, late 20s. It's just... Now, the criticism here is, is that he had season-ending surgery uh, back oh. in July or August. So, I mean, Has he played since then? No. So he's got to come back from that. They didn't say it was Tommy John surgery, Ooh. but that was a speculation. But so people were wondering, like, man, is he still going to be a two-way player? Is he still going to be a starting pitcher and the power hitter that he well, is? Don't is he going to focus the on one the other? know that before they give him that kind of money? Sure. But uh, apparently they, they are banking on the fact that he's going to be fine and he's going to be a starting pitcher. Oh, and 
the power hitter that he's been. He's Babe Ruth reincarnated. So you're getting two players in one, which explains the $700 million contract. It's incredible to see, though. That is incredible. Is, yeah. is You're not kidding. It's like, holy cow, $700 million. Who's closest? Uh, I think he's, well, you had his teammate, Mike Trout, had a pretty good, or former teammate on the Angels. He had a pretty big contract. Uh, Stanton from the Yankees had a pretty big contract, around 350. Aaron Judge has, I think, over $300 million contract yeah, with the Yankees. Yeah, but they're 300, not 700. Yeah, exactly. But are they 10-year deals, or are they, like, five-year deals? No, I So they'd be equivalent. They were, they were close. It was, like, eight to 10 years. But the thing is, too, remember, the Dodgers, L.A., he's getting, like, still, it's a lot of money. But he's going to get like $380 million worth of that contract because of all the taxes and everything in California. <gasps> Think about that. <laughs> Time to move to Florida. Yeah, exactly. Should, Come on, Shohei. Come show play for the Marlins. So, the Swiss, <laughs> Swiss, could you imagine? Good Lord. His, his contract is more than their entire payroll as an organization. Um, switching to politics, Jen. Yes, dear. You mentioned earlier someone who might throw their name in the hat in the political arena of presidential races. To run against? Both Donald Trump and Joe uh-huh. Biden. But there's another name. So we're going to mention both names here. You had one. I have another. First, I'll start with this. Trump is killing in the polls. We yeah. saw a poll earlier in Iowa. You mentioned the Iowa caucus is just a few months away. He is up by over 40 points in Iowa not over DeSantis. Close. I think it was like Maybe 53 to 19, something like that. Did they have him head so to head with, with, like, if he went head to head with Biden today? Isn't he beating Biden for, like, the first time? Didn't NBC had to admit to that? This was a Wall Street ago. Journal poll Uh-oh. that came out this morning that shows that Trump wins 47-43 over Biden. And, of course, the other, you know, 10% would go to RFK or any other candidates or whatever. But 47 to 43. On top of that... Now, this is also trouble for Biden. Nikki Haley is killing Biden in the polls. She has like 53% in a head-to-head I don't get it. I I don't don't get it. I don't get it. I'm not a fan. But the fact is, Trump is destroying in all the primary polls and beating Biden in every single metric that you can imagine. Left-leaning polls, right-leaning polls, middle-world polls. He's winning in all of them head-to-head matchups over Biden. So what are they talking about now? Oh, no. Throwing a wrench in the plans... Of two names, two wrenches named Liz Cheney yes. and Hillary Clinton. Oh, and you know what? Hillary's too old. She is. And she's too disliked. I think she would do even worse than Biden. But that's how desperate the Democrats are wow. getting. Is that there is reports, rumors that they're trying to dig her up and throw her back in this thing to just try you to know, save face. They need to, they need to keep her where she is. Just just stay away, Hillary, because you Please don't have God a shot. Stay now. away. But uh, Liz Cheney uh, came out yesterday and said she may create a conservative right party. I'm like, okay, well, where's Trump? I, I don't get it, but more like a middle of the road conservative party and run against. Trump for the president. That's great. Yeah, the establishment Liz swap monster Cheney. Republicans. How great. much did she lose by when she ran for re-election? I'll never forget it. They called that race right when the polls closed. She it was lost like seven oh one, right? Oh yeah, it was insane. She lost by like forty points. Yeah, disgusting. Yeah. Keep okay. these people away from us, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the university presidents. We oh, don't want them gosh. anywhere near us. Get them away. Get them away. Yes. Okay. This is this could be another reason you didn't buy this for Bill, did you? Not that I know. Of. A bass guitar that was featured on the ZZ Top album. Oh, 
Now the second most expensive bass that has ever been sold at auction. Oh, geez. The 1953 Butterscotch Fender Precision that late ZZ Top bassist Dusty Hill used on stage and in the studio just sold at auction this weekend for more than $393,000. I did not buy that. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's more than my house. It's only second to Paul McCartney's Yamaha BB1200 oh. and bumps Bill Wyman's Fender Mustang to third most expensive. I tried for the Bill Wyman one. Didn't work out. Didn't work out yeah. for that one either, huh? Well, it's anyway, somebody bought, I thought it was you and maybe you, you know, you gave it to Bill no. for his, his Christmas present and that's another reason why he's not here today. <laughs> but I think the reason Bill is taking today off, he's home licking his wounds. Listen to this. Okay. Our football <laughs> I, I, pick. I have no idea how I did. All I know is Navy won and I was, ex- Navy lost and I was excited. That's true. Hold on. This doesn't feel right with this music. You need Give the me, right music. Yeah. Let me hold on one second. There we go. That's better. Okay, our recap here to finish up rapid fire. Oh, dear. You've been saying all morning that Bill stayed home because he didn't do well. Well, you're right about that. He didn't do well? He went one and four. <gasps> oh, he didn't do well. Sorry, he Bill. He, he that telling me that's why he's home. He took sorry, the day off. Sorry, Bill. He went one and four, and you and I went three and two, actually. Really? We, we tied? tied? Yes. Oh, I so, thought you beat me. No, I thought I did too, and when I was doing the results, I was upset because I thought I gained a game on you, and I was wrong, but you are, you re- I guess retain your lead, forty nine and twenty six on the season. You are twenty three games over five hundred. Bill is now nine games behind you. Okay, at forty and thirty five, and I am forty four and thirty one. So four games ahead of Bill for second place, five games behind you. It seems like we are entrenched, but we have a couple weeks left. To You're going to beat me. I know you are. Uh, I was I was hoping I would catch up to you this weekend, but the problem was. I had, we both had the Browns. and the they Browns lost? The, no, 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 no. Browns oh. beat the Jaguars. Okay. And Trevor Lawrence played. He came oh, back with really? that sprained ankle and he played in that game and the Jaguars still lost in Cleveland. So Couldn't have done very well. Bill had the Jags. You and I had the Browns. Uh-oh. Then we all had the Chiefs, and I'm going to talk about that game in the next Rapid Fire because that is a big story this morning. Oh, my God. Patrick Mahomes, they had to hold him back. He was irate at the end of the game. And his wife, of course, comes out and does more stuff. That was a big story yesterday, so I'm going to talk about that game in detail in the next Rapid Fire. But we all had the Chiefs. They lost to the Bills. At home, there's two straight losses for the Chiefs. Should have gone with the Bills. I should have. I usually do. I know you usually do because you slept with one of the players. <laughs> you normally go with them. Shush, don't give my secrets away. Yes, that's what you say. <laughs> so we all lost that one. And then last night, and you said this on Friday, I had circled the Cowboys and I crossed them off and I picked I the told Eagles. You. And you told me that I was going to lose because I did that. And you were right. The Cowboys dominated the did Eagles. Did they really? They did. 33-13 to 13 was not close. Oh, and I didn't take Philadelphia because the last time I took them was for my girlfriend because that's her favorite team and we had just had lunch and I was like, I'll go for Philadelphia because they screwed me. They got their butts kicked so I'm no, I'm off the Philadelphia fan. You wagon. won with the Cowboys oh, and Bill I and I you did. Bill and I both had the Eagles so that was another loss there for us both. But again, just a great game. I mean, the Cowboys look legit. Like, they are for real. And that's really? a second straight loss for the Eagles, by the way, too. Oh, not good for them, huh? So it's, boy, things are really heating up only four See, weeks. See, you remember this stuff. Like, next week when we get the thing, I never remember how many games they've lost or won. I remember everything about that's, the season. And you're still losing. Okay. That's correct. That's okay. right. See how much it means? <laughs> and then, Army Navy. We talked about this yes. real quick. You and I had Army. Go Army, beat Navy. They got it done. Bill had Navy for Bill Belichick, and Bill and both Bills lost. 
Okay, so, so the over-under, did you beat me on that? I did, believe it or not. And what I was said, that? See, I, I don't get those things. I had a strange feeling here because, Bill, the only thing he won actually was the wild card. He picked Jaden Daniels, who won the Heisman Trophy That was Saturday the only night. thing he won? That was it. <gasps> oh, that's why he's home. Jaden Daniels you. is your Heisman Trophy winner for 2023, the quarterback from LSU. Congratulations to him. Awesome season. You and I took the over-under in the Jets-Texans game. I went under, right? You went under 34 total points. I went over 34 total points because I said there won. Was, I won. There was no rhyme or reason as to why I would pick an over in Jets-Texans. I just had a weird feeling that Zach Wilson was going to play well. He was coming back as the starter for the Jets, and he played well, and the Jets won 30-6. to and uh, they won by two, two points. points. Unfortunately, your court, your Ohio State quarterback there, CJ Stroud, who's had a great season, went out with a concussion in that no, game. No, did he really? So hopefully he come back in, you know, maybe next week or in two weeks, and he goes back to normal form. God, he, boy, talk about a transformation from college to pro. He's been they, incredible. That guy's incredible, man. So that he is, wasn't so great at Ohio State. I mean, he was pretty good. He was all right, but he wasn't great. That was there is your week four, week fifteen. I'm sorry, week fifteen results. What we are have we done with two this? Two more weeks. We got this Friday and then next Thursday. Are we on vacation yet? After that. <laughs> <laughs> so is uh, still a couple more weeks to go. We'll see if I can catch up to you. I doubt it because you are five games ahead. I, I wouldn't bank on that one there, Tiener. That's not, not me keeping the lead. I get a feeling you're going to catch up. I don't know about that. We'll see. Saying. All right. Yeah. When we get back, we're ca- talking uh, college uh, presidents uh, out of jobs. And uh, Benjamin Netanyahu says it's the beginning of the end for his war. Hmm. We can only hope so. It's all coming up next, 850 WFTL. The South Florida Morning Show. Jennifer Ross, Bill Adams, as we mentioned, uh, took the day off, and I think it's after that rapid fire. And how oh, we did? What are you winning? One and four? Ooh. Yeah, and football picks. Ouch! Not good. Sorry, Bill. Sorry, he's home licking his wounds. He might not ever come back. <laughs> oh God! Just saying. I'll tell you who's going to come back though. And you're going to see him at the White House tomorrow begging for more money. Oh, Ukrainian no. President Zelensky. Yeah, he's back. The king of grifters. Yeah, well, he's going to be back because uh, he expects Congress in the United States to give him more money. There's a 160-plus billion dollar package that Biden has on the uh, – headed to Congress. Uh, and it's – I don't know how much of it's divided, but it's for Israel and Ukraine. And uh, Republicans are like, until you put something in for the border, I'm not going to pass it. So they're, they're stuck in a stalemate. So I'm sure it's going to plead because he does that so well. Uh, they did a poll recently of Americans, and most, pe- most Americans don't understand this war. They don't understand why we're giving so much to you. Well, it's because there's no guy. transparency. All you keep hearing is Putin. Why are they giving so much money to Ukraine Zelensky? Putin. Okay, but can I get an answer? Putin. Yeah, well, he's right. running for re-election, by the way. No one runs against him because they get killed when they run against him. Yeah, well. They get poisoned. <laughs> they get blow-darted. They Something happens to yeah, them. You know? not, not a good, not uh, good. Speaking of Israel, the, the prime minister there, Benjamin Netanyahu, says it's the beginning of the end for Hamas. In a video message that he released yesterday, he said dozens of militants from Hamas have surrendered oh, as Israel true. continues to wipe out the militant group. Uh, they said as of this morning, 80 percent of those who live in the Gaza Strip have been un, uh, but, like displaced, displaced, gone. Wow. Yeah. So now the United States is like, OK, there's a fine line. You know, you get although there's war, there's there's certain protocol you're supposed to follow. You know, there are war rules, right. combat rules. So now the United States is trying to say that, you know, Israel may be overstepping. So we'll see. I'm sure there's going to be more of a court battle there. Uh, the presidents of university colleges are in trouble. One has already stepped down. Uh, we're expecting two more to follow. 
Uh, the first one to fall was the president of UPenn, Liz McGill. Uh, we mentioned this a couple of times already this morning, and I'll mention it again because somebody uh, just sent us a text message and said, she's not leaving. She just resigned. I said, no, she's not leaving because, unfortunately, she has tenure as a professor at the law university. Uh, so she's not going anywhere, really. Right. She's just leaving her presidency. I would imagine that's the situation for all of these these fine, upstanding women. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I've said that with all the sarcasm in the world. Um, I would imagine that's the case. I mean, you probably don't get to the position of president without being a tenured professor. I would assume. I well, you would I assume. could be wrong. I, I don't know. Their their whole goal is uh, is to raise money. You know, and and Claudine Gay, who's the president of Harvard, they are now. And I don't know if Bill Ackman's the one that hired these people to do it. Remember, they had the sandwich boards of all the kids that oh, yeah. were in the groups that wrote that letter that was pro Palestinian, basically pro Hamas against all the all all of Israel and basically all the Jews on campus. And then uh, Bill Ackman, uh, he came out and said he wasn't going to give any more money. And then other billionaires followed to Harvard. Uh, people are pulling out endowment, endowments. Well, now they got sandwich boards running around Cambridge calling for her to resign today. And that's shall the thing. We, we shall I mean, see. You know, that, that's, it sends a message, right? Yes, I know. Look, they get the golden parachute. They're tenured professors. We understand that. It's not like they're you know, being fired from the yeah, university. Yeah, they're not getting kicked to the curb. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's like, okay. But the fact of the matter is if you take them out of that position, it sends a message that – you know, things like this where you're not standing up for a Jewish community where you say, well, it depends on the context when you talk about Jewish genocide. No, there is no context needed. Yes, it so, is said. It is, blatant, it is blatantly said. Exactly. So when you try to make excuses for that, then it's nice to see there's going to be consequences, which would be you lose your, your seat as president of the university. Yeah, and then you go back to being a lowly law professor. That's yeah, fine. Tough, yeah. tough life they have. Uh, what's going to be tough today is travel. Uh, I'll just very quickly say this. That storm that hit Clarksville, Tennessee, they are yeah. now saying it was an EF3, 150-mile-an-hour winds with that tornado. Six people were killed. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, that same system, minus the tornadoes, I do believe, is going up the I-95 corridor. Uh, if you're flying to Boston, New York, uh, anywhere in New England this, this today, call ahead. They say expect delays, not that they may be delays. They're saying expect delays. 56 million people are affected already. Wow. So, a lot of wind, 50-mile-an-hour winds, a lot of rain up to three, four inches, so just be careful. And tonight, you're going to look upward and see something that I've never heard of before. I've never heard of this either. Neither did I. We'll tell you all about it coming up next at 850 WFTL. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Well, it's uh, Jennifer Ross and uh, Bill Adams says it. Of course, because he got his butt kicked in our football picks. He's licking his wounds at home. Sorry, uh, Bill. Diener. Sorry, Bill. Diener's over there. <laughs> he's, he's so disgusted with this year. <laughs> Every week. Aren't we done with this stupid thing? Oh, yet? yeah. He sounds like me. Uh, by the way, uh, <laughs> the, the news got cut off there. Yeah, f- uh, former President uh, Trump announced yesterday on Truth Social uh, he's no longer planning to testify at his civil fraud trial. Uh, in regard to lying about how much money he had or how much his properties were worth to inflate how much he was worth so he could get better loans and better, you know, uh, the, the finance charges and all kinds of stuff. And still, I, I always go back to the same question. Is I've bought many houses in my day. I, I think it's like my, I have like a I'm at the five year run and like every five years I move. Oh, <laughs> watch out. I'm, I'm over. I'm over my, okay. my limit. And the problem is I got nowhere to go. I would move in a heartbeat, but there's nowhere to go. But yeah. anyway, um, 
every time I buy a house or sell a house or whatever, they run you through the ringer. They want every financial document sure. you own. They follow you around. Come on. They're trying to say, this woman's trying to say that he overinflated the prices of his properties. Don't you think the people that gave him the loans checked into this stuff? This is what I don't get about this whole trial. How did it get to this point? That's all, it's it's all bias. It's kangaroo court. I mean, it's that's crazy. that's all it is. They just they hate him. They want to try to take him down in any way possible. You know how much money this is costing taxpayers yeah, to absolutely. do this? They don't care for what. It's it's an absolute. I've I've heard this Joke. term before, and it's true. It's a miscarriage of justice. That's what this is. I mean, it's just they do it out of spite. That's all this is. They know it's ridiculous. They know that Mar-a-Lago is worth more than what fourteen million or twenty four million. I, I, I think value. they said it was eighteen. No, I think she said it was like eighteen million dollars. I'm I like mean, the driveways are worth eighteen million dollars. Come on, there's there's houses on you know you, <laughs> on on A one A in Delray Beach that are worth more than that. You're gonna say that right. Mar-a-Lago is worth eighteen million. Well, okay. Put it this way: they don't even call it millionaire row anymore. They call it billionaire. Exactly. Row. Uh, it, it's 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 go buy Oprah's old house there yeah. on A one A. Yeah. See what that's worth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's craziness. <laughs> so anyway, the, he's not going to testify based purely on what he's already given as, as his testimony. And it'll wrap up and then it'll go to the judge. And I'm sure. But you know what? I, being that I have been in court many, many times, I can honestly tell you uh, the first day, the appellate attorney, because there is a different attorney for every stage of your criminal lawsuit or civil lawsuit. And uh, she sat down next to me. and All she did was write. We went to lunch and she says, don't worry about it. You already won. And I looked at her and I said, one what? And she goes, appeal. Wow. And I'd never been in a courtroom before in my life. And she said, I, she goes, I'm limited to how many things I can present to the appellate court. She goes, I don't know which ones to pick. There's so many. Wow. I was like, okay. And she was right. We won four separate times on appeal. They went to the state Supreme Court and they finally threw it out and said, it's done. Stop harassing me. But it took that? the 14 years almost. Oh, geez. It was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. But if Unreal. they if they want to harass you, they can and they do, and that's, and that's the what they're doing. So, right, and it's going to keep I'm going. Sh- I'm sure his appellate attorneys have already told him you've already won. I'm sure his real official attorneys have already told him you've already won. That's that's what I'm thinking, right? Because it's one of two things. It's either that, right? They say, Mr. President, don't even bother. We've already won this. We're going to w- win this appeal. You don't have to say another word right. because you said it before already, which is what I'm leaning toward. That makes the most sense. Or it's just Trump saying, screw this, I'm done talking about it. It could very well be. But they got <laughs> enough testimony from him from, you know, depositions they've already taken. Right. And that's what uh, his attorney is going to use. Right. By the way, tonight, and, and I have lived here for many years. I, I don't think I've ever heard of this before. And the reason it's happening is because a launch from last night got canceled because of the weather. And it got moved to today. They're both SpaceX. But tonight there will be two separate launches from the Cape. The first one is the Falcon Heavy, and that's going to deliver some orbital test vehicle for Space Force. Two Don't launches. ask me what. Yeah, wow. that's at 814. So that one's like a, a little bit heavier than the regular ones we usually see, those little speedy you yeah. know, missiles that that's go right. up, as I call them. And then the second one, which is going to carry the satellites like it usually does, goes up at 1105. So far, it's a go for both. I don't know the weather uh, may get in the way, maybe not. But if, if you're on, you know, a night owl and you're up at 11 o'clock at night, I say that I say night owl 805. Yeah, so. that's true. <laughs> if, you, if you make it to 805, you'll see that one. 814. I got to oh, stay up. Sorry. I have to push it. Oh, my gosh. So, so anyway, but tonight there's two separate launches. So that's pretty cool. 
I will. Uh, that is cool. I don't remember seeing that before. I, either have I. So hopefully they both go off, and hopefully you get a nice view of it. I think I'll see both. By the way, I'm just gonna say. Why are you gonna be up at eleven o'clock? Monday night football tonight, Jen. D- the Dolphins play the Titans. Oh my God! I mean, come on. I tape it and watch it tomorrow. No. Got to sit and <laughs> no. got to sit and watch it. No. Come yeah. on now. Just like I watch the Ohio State Michigan game, I pace. I leave the house. Yeah, I walk around the house. Oh, I come no. back in. I am if glued. they're ahead, I leave. If they're behind, I stay and cry. Hopefully, it's a nice win tonight, and uh, I'll just come in tired tomorrow instead of tired and angry. So okay. It's... Well, hopefully, you'll just be tired. <laughs> they're playing Tennessee. They haven't been doing very well. No, they're a thirteen and a half point favorite tonight. The Dolphins. So hopefully, just get the job done. That's all you got to do. Are they playing the in, in? Where are they playing? Uh, down here. They're at Hard oh, Rock. They're, they're all, okay. They're cool. I right, hope so. Uh, AAA, by the way, if you're traveling today, uh, they are saying that like 50 million people are affected by this wind rainstorm. Oh, my. That goes from Philadelphia to like Vermont. It's oh. like right along the I-95 corridor. And, and they, they have put out several uh, warnings already that if you are flying, just expect delays. So if you're expecting someone to fly in or you're, you're flying out, just call first because the odds are you're going to get stuck somewhere. Just brutal. I, I hate it. What, what is it with weather? And remember then that, last year? Oh, my God. Well, remember it was Christmas? How many people? Southwest stranded people Southwest. all over this country. Some people had to stay in the airport for five, six days. No, I'd be like psychotic. Oh, no. my gosh. I, I would take a bus. I would walk home. I would do anything but sit in a hotel. It was an airport. It no. was a real, like, you know, uh, Rudolph Red Nose Reindeer situation. It's it was so those true. blinding blizzards just about at, at Christmas, Christmas Eve. Just like that stupid movie, Terminal. Oh. And I love Tom Hanks, but that was a stupid well, I movie. Thought that's a good movie. Come oh on. Oh, my God. He put the, the shopping carts for... away to buy Burger King. <laughs> he, might, <laughs> he lived in there for how many years? I was like, yeah. go home, would you? Anyway, <laughs> uh, how much time do I have? One minute. One minute. Plenty of time to tell you that tonight's Powerball. 477 million bucks. Are you buying us tickets? I'm buying me tickets. No, no I told you, you're done. I'm done with you. you I, cut me I, off. I, I'm not going to give you a buck if I win. I'm teasing. Oh, no. Of course, I would take care of my friends. Thank you. You don't qualify as a friend, though. That's so there. That's the problem. That's you, you said you'll take care of your friends, but you're not my friend, so you're not taking care of them. You're not getting anything. You're getting squat. No. Of course, I would take care of you, too. Because I wouldn't expect you guys to come to work if I'm not going to be here. <laughs> well, uh, it's, you know, then again, we, maybe we'd buy the radio station and, and we'd all come back to work. One would never know. Uh, but an in- I don't have time. But it, an in- very incredible, unbelievable story about the Mega Millions that was won on Friday. Really? This I'm telling you, this has got like something fishy written all over it. Is this going to prove my point that there's some fishy business going on there? Yes, I think so, without a doubt. So we'll talk about that. And, of course, we'll talk about uh, other important things, like what Alex Jones is doing these days. Oh, wow. This was wild, actually. This is big. Yeah. It's all coming up next at 8.50 WFTL. You know when certain events happen and you predict that this is going to be what follows next this was so written easily on friday it was ridiculous i think a blind squirrel could have predicted this Mm. one but that's besides the point uh we talked about alex jones was a guest on uh, tucker carlson on thursday it That's was right. like an hour and a half, right? That interview it was long. It was it a was, long interview. It was long, yeah. And Tucker asked him like everything about everything. I mean, the guy's he's a little bit out there. I've never been a big fan of Alex Jones. And then when the Sandy Hook thing happened, I, I definitely lost all interest in Alex right. Jones. However, he's a huge influence. So after the Tucker Carlson interview, one Elon Musk, who owns X, formerly Twitter, where Alex Jones was knocked off of and banned for the rest of his life, said, hey, you know what? Should I let Alex Jones back on X? 
and left it. And, and, and <laughs> Bill mentioned it, and I went, you know what? This is the perfect way that Elon gets Alex Jones back on X because you know everybody's going to vote yes. That's what they did. And 70% of the people who responded voted yes. So guess what? Alex Jones is back on X. That's I right. have, have, Do you follow him? No. But, I mean, I've – yeah, obviously – even if you're not following his show or anything he says on, online, you end up coming across Alex Jones, you know, things or clips as it is. But it was interesting to hear this conversation. So that's, that's, it was basically, what, yesterday afternoon. What do you call it? It's, it's, it's what, X Space? Is that what yeah, it's called? Yeah, Spaces. It's basically like a conference call. Okay, it so it's kind of like it, it. Is it like a Zoom call too? Like, can you watch the whole thing? No, there's no face. There's no okay, visual so to just, it. It's just audio. Yeah, it's just audio. And what ended up happening was after Elon put that out there, you know, should I let Alex Jones back on? Overwhelming support for yes. So, like you said, he's back on X slash Twitter. Then they end up having this conversation on Twitter Spaces yesterday. It's Elon Musk. Okay, I okay. you. I didn't know this was happening yesterday afternoon. I was so consumed. Do you get with, an alert? Is this kind that this kind of stuff happens? If you turn on alerts and stuff, okay. you can. Um, but I, again, I, I just you know I wasn't keeping up with that arena. I was watching football yesterday and hanging out the house doing chores. You know how it is on a Sunday. So I find out this morning that you had this Twitter conversation, the spaces with Elon Musk, Alex Jones, Vivek Ramaswamy, oh my God, and Andrew Tate. Oh, who was geez. canceled in his own right? He was in prison in Romania. They were going after the guy. So. <laughs> Unreal. So they're all on this Twitter wow. space, along with a few other people too, a couple of other big names on, you know, kind of like left leaning. And it was, um, it was fascinating. It was an hour and a half. I heard about 40, 45 minutes of it on the way down this morning. Was it all about Alex Jones? Uh, Alex Jones, Elon, it was kind of like both of them because Elon started it off and he said straight up to Alex Jones, he's like, what you said about Sandy Hook was not cool. He's like, you never question something like that where children were killed and parents lost their children. He's like, right. you know, why would you do that? That that was terrible of you to do. He's like, so I'll let you explain yourself as we start this conversation. And I had always thought the same thing. I've always thought really, honestly, very poorly of Alex Jones since then. Right. I, I think always, a lot of people have. Yeah. You know, I've always kind of looked at him like, okay, he's kind of far out there. Maybe he's right on a couple of things, but he says some wild things. Yeah. That's always how I've kind of Stepped looked at Stepped over him. the line with Sandy Hook. With Sandy Hook, it was like, okay, you're dead to me, right? You don't say something like that. But when I heard him explain it, I was like, wow. And I've never heard his side of the story before. He explained it as basically, he never said, this is what Alex Jones said, he's like, I never said it didn't happen. He's like, I questioned it, and I reported on people who said it never happened. He's like, did I, he's like, I questioned it for a couple of years, yes. He's like, but I never said outright that, you know, it was actors and kids didn't die and things like that. He's like, I never said it never happened. And he's like, I was questioning it. And then about five or six years ago, I came to my senses and said, yes, this did happen. And I apologize to the parents and to the families for questioning this. That was five or six years ago, Alex Jones said. And then from there, then the lawsuits happened because he said there was this PR firm that dug up the old clips where he was talking about it and saying, did this happen or not? And then that they took that and spun out of control. And he said they just, you know, obviously spun my words around. And then all the lawsuits happened and people thought I was denying Sandy Hook. So that that seemed that explanation seemed to work well enough for Elon because this is all happening in real time during this wow. conversation. But so it was interesting to hear. I, I've never heard that side of the story before. But here's the interest. The, the biggest takeaway for me is that is Elon Musk has opened up a platform where you can get to tell your side of the story and exactly. not get and not get shut down. That's right. 
So, yep. uh, you know, that's how, I that's never knew huge. Alex Jones admitted that he screwed up and, and I never knew wrong. that either. Yeah. I always thought that he was just a jerk and thought it never happened. Right. So it's nice to know. It is. I'm no. still not a big fan. But well, that's besides the point, you know, he's still a little extreme, but he obviously has a giant following. Oh, he's, he's and can you imagine? So when you go back, if they, they ban you from X, or in this case, Twitter, Twitter X, whatever, I and they bring him back on, do 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 all his old followers come back automatically? Yeah, when they brought Trump back, he came back with all of his followers. Now he gained about twenty or thirty more million since he returned, even though he's only posted once since his That's return. That's incredible. When That's we remember incredible. that he just posted his uh, mugshot. That's right. That's right. Funny. And it just that was in was that in New York? Wasn't in New York? That was somewhere else. Atlanta. That was the that was the Georgia one. The Georgia right. one. Yep. Yeah, I was like, okay, it's just a little bit different. So, so you I, do come back with all your followers. Uh, that's interesting. That's really interesting. This. Do I have I two minutes? Of time. Yeah, oh, I got of time. plenty. Oh my gosh, of time. you got just eons to tell the story. Okay, well, I got other things to talk about. Oh. This is why I said that. We talked about Tucker Carlson quickly. Uh, he started his own subscription site yesterday. So I guess the X thing is going to be free. But if you want more detailed interviews and interviews that aren't going to be on X, uh, you have to become a subscriber at tuckercarlson.com. It's seventy-two bucks for the year. $6 a month? Yeah, not bad. If you're a Tucker Carlson fan, yeah. I think he's going to make uh, big bucks on that, and he'll be able to afford both lovely homes that he has. <laughs> okay, Powerball tonight. We mentioned his $477 million bucks. Nice stocking stuffer, by the way. That'd be nice. The Mega Millions, however, had two separate winners on Friday. It was not us. Both tickets were bought in <laughs> California. Both tickets were bought in the same city. Both tickets were bought at the exact same gas station. Oh, come on. What are the odds of that happening? A little gas station outside of L.A. in Encino. They said it's no never way. happened before. There's and no They don't way. even have the odds of two jackpots being bought in the same place. So two separate winning tickets How could that were be? bought at the same gas station, same location. Uh, if you took the cash option of the 395, it was 189 million. That's going to get split twice, and then of course you're going to pay all the taxes on it. So, but isn't that amazing? Is this gonna, going to be investigated? I I would assume they know instantly. You know, when you buy a ticket, yeah. you know, it, it stamps the time. It's it's got a code on it. They know where it was bought, what time it was bought. And if, if need be, if they think somebody stole your ticket, they'll probably have video of it either from the Publix or the gas station or the 7-Eleven or Kmart or wherever it is that you're buying your ticket from. That's insane. So, the, yeah, it's hard, it's hard to cheat the system. Wow. That's all I'm saying. It's, You've tried. It's you know, yeah. <laughs> Try to win many, 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 many times. Uh, it's coming up next, rapid fire number Ooh. two. And we're going to hear about the Kansas City game because apparently uh, Patrick Mahomes was screaming and yelling and they had to hold him back. I don't know why. It's a big so story. You're going to have to tell me. It's all coming up next at 8.50 WFTL. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 8.50 WFTL. Well, today it's going to be Jen and Diener's Rapid Fire. Oh. Bill's got the day off. Uh, so what? this is where we all come in, we tell a story, and everybody else chimes in. Listen up. I, this, this, you know what? This broke earlier this morning. I saw it, and I was like, oh, it's going to be nothing. <laughs> now it's turned into a major story. A massive, and when I say massive, dead whale washed ashore along San Diego's Mission Beach yesterday. Oh, that's no good. Uh, Noah received numerous calls to the stranding. They have a stranding hotline what happens in that California. Often? I guess uh, the whale, fifty-two feet long. Yeah, that's pretty big. It is a female fin whale. 
They say they're the second largest males, only behind blue whales. Now, they can reach, those whales can reach up to 80 feet long and weigh about 100,000 pounds. Wow. They're also endangered. There's only 8,000 living off the West Coast, and one of them now parked on the beach in San Diego. Good. So I had to go, what do they do with it? Do they bury it in a landfill? So they must have a special. They must have special equipment coming. They have a choice. They can either bury it there, or they take it to a landfill and they bury it at a landfill. You don't want them to pop. No. Oh God! Remember that was also in California. That's right. Remember they exploded it. Was that in the seventies? Yeah, it was stupid people. Boy, oh (laughs) boy! Chunks of whale flying for miles. Was bad because there's a lot of. (laughs) Built up gas in the oh, dead. God. Oh, okay, no, no. And they, my it's brother like lives in California, and, and I guess the one beach near Malibu once, and he was cleased closer to Malibu than most beaches. He said the smell is horrific. I never knew about this until you and Bill told me about it. Yeah. I'm like, what do you mean the whales explode? And I remember yeah. I looked yes. at the video. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I got humans would do the same thing, but well, you know, yes. especially this they time of year. get to you though before that and <laughs> get rid of all the fluids in your body. But that's besides the point. Moving along, yes. as we just destroyed oh, everybody's gosh. breakfast. I am hope, so sorry. Hope you enjoy that sausage <laughs> croissant sandwich then. Oh, sorry. So, well, if you're a Chiefs fan, this might make you nauseous too. So yesterday. A cheese fan? Chiefs. Oh, oh. Sorry. Oh, Chiefs. Yes, I, I do like cheese though. That's me and you both. That's the, why I was listening. Yes. The Kansas City Chiefs. Last yeah, they night, lost. they lost to the Bills. Big game. Their second straight loss. The Bills beat them 20-17 to 17. <gasps> in Kansas City, by the way. Uh, Taylor Swift Mrs. very upset. Oh, she was she there. She was there. Very upset. How many very times upset. they show her? 40? Uh, a couple of times from what I saw. Nothing egregious. But they showed her in the box celebrating when we thought Kansas City scored the game-winning touchdown with a minute left. Or what you know could have been the game-winning touchdown. But... Was it her boyfriend that scored? It, well... Here's the thing. It's a good question. It was a pass to Travis Kelsey, and then he got down to about the 15 or 10-yard line. He was about to get tackled and saw one of the wide receivers named uh, Kadarius Toney running behind him. He decides to turn around impromptu and pitch the ball to Tony. Oh, a flea flicker kind of thingy. Holy cow. Caught okay. in a little you know, hook and ladder there. Really? Caught it and ran it in for a touchdown. Place goes wild, right? Wow. Impromptu, great play, going to be talked about the rest of the year, right? Travis Kelsey pulls off the play of the year in front of Taylor Swift to win the game. Except, uh-oh, that guy, Kadarius Tony, who scored the touchdown, was called for offsides. No. And this has become very controversial, and Patrick Holmes lost his mind at the end of the game, screaming obscenities, face beat red at the referees for calling the offsides on Kadarius Tony because what is called a neutral zone infraction, when you line up over the ball, you have to be on the ball or behind it. He was over the ball, and instead of, you know, the wide receiver is taught as in your high school, even peewee football, the first thing you tell as wide receiver is to ask the referee, am I good? You look, and I, I remember this, my freshman year in high school, that's what I was taught. Look at the referee and say, am I good? You're asking if I'm on the line of scrimmage or not. Kadarius Tony never did that. And he was lined up over the ball. So rightfully so, oh. the referees called offsides. Neutral zone infraction. Call play doesn't count. Oh, play. Oh, so the Chiefs end up losing, and Patrick Mahomes goes wild, loses his mind. Andy Reid. Now, were they behind 20 to 17 when they this were. happened? Okay, yes. so it wasn't like Cleveland came back and or whoever it was they're playing. Right, it wasn't came like back the Bills. Right. The Bills were Bills. winning, and then they end up winning because that you. touchdown got called back. 
So Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes both post-game press conferences blaming the referees, saying that's not something you call. You're supposed to warn us first. You know, you would never see that called. And Like, sorry, guys. Like, I, I know there's a lot of people on their side saying, well, you know, you should give them a warning first. It's like, no, it's a penalty. What are you supposed to do? Ignore it because this Chiefs scored a touchdown. So let's just let the Chiefs win. Oh, we got to protect Patrick Mahomes <laughs> and Andy Reid and the Chiefs, the Chiefs dynasty. Just let them win because we don't want them to follow the rules. He was over the ball. It was a penalty. Get over it. You lost. Wow. Sorry. Now, could the referee had said before they made the play that he was over the line and tell them to move back? Some t- now, in the past, I know what they're saying. In the past, there have been warnings. The referee will give you warnings say, hey, you know, you're lining up over the ball. You can't do that. But in the new rules say there is no warning. You either line up correctly or you don't. But that's why you check with the referee. Again, I was taught that in high school. Wow. You know what I mean? Holy cow. So, so now the- they're upset. Oh, sour apples, sour did, grapes, Because I saw Mrs. Mahomes was... She put up something on Instagram that the MVP right over the umps. over the referee there, yeah. yeah. Oh, like, so okay. again, sorry, follow the rules. Wow. He lined up in the wrong spot. They call it back. The, the the penalty call was was the right one, and you lost. And somehow the Patriots lost another draft yeah, exactly. pick because of it. <laughs> That's right. I'll That's just right. fill in for Bill while he's not here. <laughs> hey, if you are onto better and more exciting things, are you and happier things? Are you a Christmas super fan? Then the place to be, as far as the state goes, what state do you think has the most Christmas spirit than any other state in this nation? Vermont. You would think. (laughs) New York. Maybe. Sure. West Virginia. Really? They rank Christmas spirit the highest out of all 50 states, according to Google's. And it's all based on searches because more people in West Virginia search for Christmas decorations, Christmas songs, wrapping paper. It's the most festive state in America the second year in a row. It also likes things like Santa Claus. Okay. Idaho came in second. Whoa. Followed by Utah, (laughs) Nebraska, New Hampshire, Missouri. The Grinchiest states? Yeah. New York and Florida, number one and two. Oh, Oh, I don't like this stupid. We know some Grinches around here. This survey's stupid. (laughs) Anyway. May not be too far off, actually, (laughs) if I'm being honest. Around here, maybe. But you and I would would offset (laughs) that. Yes, exactly. So let me ask you, Jen, finish off with this. Who would you think, if you had to take a guess... Who would you think would be the most trending search on Google for 2023? Who? Yes. Like celebrity or celebrity, like famous person? Anything, yeah. Who would be the most trending uh, search in 2023? Oh, I would say Taylor Swift. That's what I would say that, right? I think yeah. most people would. You would be wrong. Really? Believe it or not, Google came out with their their oh, biggest their searches. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. The individual with the biggest sustained traffic search. Okay. So I guess, you know, trending search is okay. how it comes down to. For 2023, compared to 2022, is... See, compared, that's the, the that's key the there. Key. Okay. Damar Hamlin. Oh. Well, yeah. It's, didn't his accident happen at the beginning of the year, it right? It did. It was January 3rd when he went down against the Bengals oh, on Monday wow. Night Football. And so because of that, from year to year, he became the biggest trending search. That's why they call it the, the search surge. I get you. So, and rightfully so. I think I was one of those people because I didn't know who he was. Exactly. The other two, by the way, if you look at the top three, uh, Jeremy Renner, because his, his accident, snowplow accident happened the day before DeMar Hamlin collapsed on the field. Oh, really? That was a crazy week. And then number three, Travis Kelsey. 
Oh, because of Taylor Swift. Because of Taylor Swift, you had a bunch of Swifties searching, who the heck is this Travis Kelsey guy? Who can't dress. That's right. So who now like, has oh. his own clothing line. Uh, yeah, and there'll I know. be a million men dressed like that. God help us all. Oh, and don't forget, he might, he might propose. Oh, he's not going to uh, propose. He might propose, don't forget. If, and if he proposes on <laughs> national television, then he's a bigger than I think oh, he is. Oh, the cameras have to be there, Jim. Yeah, oh, come on. It's please, an American stop. love story. No, stop it. Royalty. Please. End it. I'm done. <laughs> American and we're royalty. Done too. Are we done? Oh, we got to go. Rapid oh, yes. when we get back, uh, it's more sports news. Bill had one right pick, and I want to ask you if you agree with this. I think okay. everybody else agrees with that. But a famous basketball player's son's back on the court. We'll uh. talk about that as well. It's all next, 850 WFTL. Before we get to a couple of fluff stories, uh, college presidents. I think uh, the president of Harvard would be the next to step down today. Uh, On Saturday, the president of the University of Pennsylvania, she left. She didn't go far because Liz McGill is still a tenured law professor at the university. So she gets to keep her teaching job and influence and despise that woman. But she'll influence poor, moldable brains. Yeah, and and the problem is somebody sent us, one of our listeners, I think it was Mike, he sent us an email that said that... uh, 500 professors <laughs> were against her leaving. Oh, 500. <laughs> well, good. Get them all out then. They put their names on paper, so now we know who they are. Well, and the reason I say I think, uh, what's her name, uh, Claudine Gay, who is the president of Harvard, will be stepping down today. They have sandwich boards that were running all over Cambridge all weekend that asked for her to step down and resign. And I don't know if she's a tenured professor as well at, at Harvard, unlike McGill. I don't know. But th- these people, th- these academics, th- they, don't go, th- they don't go anywhere. They just stay in the university system and just get shuffled around. So uh, that's that. I think they should all go after Bye. that. Yeah, after, I think they should all go. But unfortunately, you still have professors who think like them. Uh, if you're traveling, call ahead because uh, there's a really bad system uh, going along the I-95 corridor, 50-mile-an-hour winds at Logan and JFK and LaGuardia and places like that, and lots of rain. So just call before you get delayed. And AAA is saying 104 million people are going to hit the road this holiday season. 104 million that's it's a like lot. Tw- it's like twice what Thanksgiving was. Holy I was going to say, I was trying to remember the, uh, the uh, Thanksgiving number. I think it was around there. What you're it was talking 71, about? I think, something oh like that. Oh, my gosh. So you now you get 30 million more it's people. It's a third of the country driving. You know, like that word, or flying, or whatever the case may yeah. be. But a lot of people are, are going places. So uh, just uh, be prepared. And hopefully nobody gets stuck like Southwest left oh, everybody gosh, last year. Oh, remember that last year? Uh, the Heisman Trophy winner announced on Saturday night. Was Jen this Ross. The, was, this the, <laughs> was this the biggest non Surprise ever because everyone picked Jaden Daniels to win. Was he that much better than everybody else? He had a, yeah, he was a huge favorite. He got a lot of the votes. It was kind of a weird season. I mean, you had different guys who were leading at different points of the season, and then Jaden Daniels, in like the last three weeks or so, just blew everybody out of the water. 50 touchdowns. He's a quarterback. Did he transfer? Yeah, he was a transfer from Arizona State, and people told him he was no good, and he goes to LSU and he wins the Heisman. So go figure. Yeah, well, makes you wonder. There's your coaching right mm-hmm. there. Uh, and then LeBron James was uh, at USC to watch his son, Bronny James, back on the basketball court. Remember, four months ago, he suffered cardiac arrest. This kid's 18 years old and he has a heart attack. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I, they said uh, he had life-saving surgery. It was a congenital defect. They fixed it. He's back on the – I don't know. Would you let, would you let your kid play – I'd be so worried – 
It's tough, man. I mean, obviously, it's up to the parents and the doctors and everything like that, right? Every Each individual situation, but it's got to be in the back of your mind. Yeah, come on. You know what? It, it, and granted, it was a congenital defect that they said they fixed. So right. I, mean, I the guess if they fixed it, it, so true. So true. And if you got a lot of money or you know somebody who has a lot of money, a rare piece of Beatles history is about to hit the auction block. Okay. The Grammy Award given to John Lennon. Oh, wow. Put it this way. When he got it, his comment to the Grammy people was, I'm not a Beatle anymore. I don't want it. So he gave it away to one of his close friends. Uh, They are anticipating that this is going to sell for a minimum of half a billion dollars. It'll they it'll start at five hundred thousand dollars, five hundred thousand dollars for the Grammy that was given to John Lennon. Wow, isn't that incredible? That's something. Anyway, you can also bid bid on a fourteen karat gold and diamond money clip that was owned by Elvis Presley, and the two thousand four demo CD from Taylor Swift. Oh my gosh! Between the three of these things, obviously, I'm sure the Grammy's going to be the most expensive. But I bet you Taylor Swift's CD goes for more money than Elvis's money clip. You know, that's a great question. I wonder. I bet you any money because anything with Elvis is like I yeah, mean, literally big. gold. So true. But uh, anything with Taylor Swift is yeah. gold as well. Two 2004 demo CD. Wow. I do like that. Yeah. Anyway, are we done? Yeah, sure. Why not? You sure? Yeah, we can okay. get out of here. Thank you. Anyway, well, <laughs> my voice hurts. We'll be back tomorrow morning at six o'clock. Will Bill return? I say he takes the day off because he's he might still take upset. The day off. How many how many games does he be? If, if only Navy had won. Oh God! That's all. Oh dear God! That's all I gotta and say. Sorry, Bill. Anyway, uh, you and I will be back tomorrow yeah. at six o'clock right here at eight fifty WFTL. Thanks so very much for joining us. Have a great day, and thanks for listening.